Okay, so we're holding here in Perak Shlishi Aleph. I do want to circle back again, even though I did that last week, because one Nikudai, or two Nikudas I forgot from last week. Um, also, just we're about to hit Rish Chodesh Kislev. So Ruchaim Palazzi brings down that that Chodesh Kislev is his man of Lahaydus Lahalal. So he gives a school of Nifla. So if a person can make it through all of Kislev without fetching, you have no idea, he says, what, what you're going to get in return, right? So that's always the joke in the, in the Blade household. It's Kislev, no Kvetchik, right? I don't think we've ever made it through a Kislev, but for Oisa, it's not a you know? Yeah, no Kvetchik. All right. Rav, Rav who? Rav Palaji uh, was a Sephardic Rav, I believe, of, um, I think, Istanbul. I could be wrong, but, but somewhere, somewhere, okay. somewhere in that area. Okay, fine, very good. So last week, we, we spoke about the idea, the diak we made in the Ramchal, the end of the second barrack. The Ramchal said that man is placed between Haskala and 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 midas Tevis and between midas raos and and um, and 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 chamrius and physicality and we asked the question last time why didn't he mention man is placed between mitzvahs and averis and the answer we gave last week basically was that your mitzvahs are totally on your midas that the mitzvahs will shape the the, the midas will shape the mitzvahs and they will either distort the the the, the mitzvahs or, or it's an inability for you to makabal the mitzvah. So we, we gave the mashal last week of two types of problems with a kli. You can have a chisar and a kli where it's, it's lacking, it's too small, it has a hole in it, um, it's, it's, it's not able to contain what's there, and then you have a kli that spoils the liquid that's on, on the inside. So the midas be'etzim are kalim that allows you to mizdabek to the mitzvahs, and if the kali is not perfected, the mitzvahs themselves will not be able to work for the person. We spoke of that in depth, in depth last time. There were two more nakudas on this subject I just I wanted to touch on. One was that the Svarim speak about the idea, especially the Chesidish Svarim, that the mitzvahs are called, in the Zayar, Tayag Itim. They're called Eitzes. Itim are Eitzes, uh, are advices, forms of good advice. What does that mean? The mitzvahs are forms of advice. I mean, that's not a good translation, but Itim are Eitzes. Um, that the point of Tayag Mitzvahs, like we've spoken about multiple times, is for a person Mizdabek to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So the mitzvahs themselves are the vehicle and how we can attain Dvekas and Kodesh Baruch Hu. Mimela, that means that one has to look at the mitzvahs that way. So there's a famous Wachalikis between the Litzvish and the Chesidish about whether or not a person does a mitzvah without any kavana whatsoever. Obviously, the bare level of kavana in the Torah is mitzvah Srikha's kavana, that for Dereisis, you have to know you're, you're doing it for God. And certainly, according to the opinion that holds mitzvah's and Srikha's kavana, you can't do it for Arnavodas. Zara, that, yes, that, that's a kavana that we all need in a mitzvah that we're doing this for Kodesh Baruch Hu, we're not doing this for... Right, but what about the, the Helga kavanas? A person does with Ava, a person does with Yira, a person does with Simcha. So, you know, the litzvah is very much to say one should focus on the guf of the Maisa itself and, and the rest, you know, it, they're all good things but we have to, you know, we have to make sure to know what's Iker and what is Tafel. Chesim Farm put a much bigger emphasis on the Hachana for the mitzvah and on the Eifin and the way that you do the mitzvah. I, I don't really think there's a Machloikas here. I think there's just a, a a machlikis in the hashkafa, what's ikr, what's tafel, and, and maybe the litvish, Eilam Nefshachayim, is emphatic. He doesn't like the idea of, of people doing averas because you know what tikka and the mitzvah is going to do in Shemayim. And I think the chesidim are coming from the angle that every mitzvah needs the proper midas in order to carry that mitzvah. We can look at every mitzvah like it has in the shama and it has a guf. The actual maisa mitzvah is the guf, and the kavanas and the emotions and the feelings, everything behind it is the neshama. So, like we said, that the, 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 midah, the midas that a person has are the kalim for the mitzvahs. It affects the oifen in which the way the mitzvah is is done. 
So the Svarim speak about the idea that, and Mela, if you understand the mitzvah eaten der of their ways of coming close to Hashem, you do a mitzvah without thinking about a Baruch without caring about it, without without valuing it. The, the mitzvah you're doing is not going to create such a great dveikus. Yes, intrinsically a mitzvah has a has a kedusha, but the point is that the way a person is misyachas to the to, to the mitzvah has to be in a way to connect himself to to a Baruch You know, it's it's. It's, you know, we, we can, for example, we can play music that makes people happy, but if a person wants to be grumpy while he's listening to the music, the music isn't chal. It, it's, it's not going to make you happy if you want to stay a grump, right? So too, if a person is using a mitzvah to connect to Kosh Baruch Hu, and he doesn't have the proper midas that are there to, to, to affect the mitzvah, then the, the mitzvah is, is weakened and, and cannot fully do what it is that it's meant to do. And so again, we were suggesting, that's why the Ramchal focuses here, that man is placed in good midas and bad midas between askala, between chachma and physicality, because... Whether a person is a physical person or a spiritual person, whether you have good meters or bad meters, will fundamentally affect the power of the, the, the mitzvah itself and the ability for the mitzvah to achieve, achieve the dveikas. The, the, the Sfarim also bring that Ava and Yira, they bring from the Zayar, are two wings that allow the mitzvah to fly up to Shemaim. The, 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 the Kli, which pushes the mitzvah and allows the person to make the dveikas, is when the mitzvah is done with Ava and with, and with Yira. But again, on the same ofen that we spoke about last time, that your Kli Kibble that you create by working on the Aved of your Midas, will affect the degree that a person is able to have the mitzvahs connect. And that, again, like we suggested last week, that could be why the Ramchal leaves out mitzvahs and averas when he says man is placed between these two, these two factors. One, one more nekuda I wanted, I wanted to talk about on this ifen was the concept of lishma. We have a very big concept in our religion of lishma, um, and, and we put a lot of emphasis on the kind of lishma, low lishma. We know Chazal tell us, a person does things without intending to do mitzvahs for the proper reasons. Um, eventually he'll come to do things for the, for, for the proper reasons. And last week we also spoke with the idea that even though, yes, we have to perfect our midas, but Lamaisa by learning and by doing mitzvahs in, in addition to working on our midas, the mitzvahs in the Torah themselves to some degree will also purify the, the kli. And Mela, a person shouldn't say, I'm imperfect, how can I do mitzvahs? The answer is uh, keep doing and, 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 and you'll become more perfect as time goes on. You have to be cognizant of your midas and, and work on them, but, but, the, but the Torah and the mitzvahs themselves have an ability to, to, affect, the, to affect the kli itself. But, but we see Chazal say the same thing also. That if, if, you, if you do it, eventually you'll come. The Gemara over here brings a, a big machlaikis um, that when Rabbi Gamliel, actually I found this on the Amid before the Amid, I need it for the next thing. But Rabbi Gamliel was the Nasi, he didn't allow anybody in the base measures who wasn't Teichel Kibara. And when Rabbi Gamliel was taken down and Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah was, was taking his place, um, then that day it says that they allowed everybody to come in. Right? It's interesting thing. How did they... Cute little... Cute little... Very tall. Not Tocha Gibara. Inside, not like his outside. Person who wasn't Lishma, right? On the outside, he looked like he was learning and he had big pace, but on the inside, you know, he was interested in his own COVID or, or whatever it was, or he wanted to learn as a means to get a, to get a job and, and go and get a rabbinate position so he could be a big speaker, right? They didn't let people like that into, into the base measure. So the cute little word that I always ask is, how do you know who's Lishma and who's low Lishma? So Rosham Shavdron, this is just as an aside, this isn't Machshava, it's just cute. But Rosham Shavdron said that the way they did is they, they locked the base measure. And if anybody found their way in, if you climbed, if you beat down the door, if you climbed up, if you broke your way through the window, then you were the shmah. Okay, very, very, very cute. There's real stories though about like they kicked, they wouldn't let this person in the yeshiva. 
in Europe, and then he ended up sleeping there. Right, 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 right. If, there, if, you, if you want, if you want it, if for the right reasons, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll find your way. Right, hundred percent. No, no. But, but the what was this hadgasha? What was the machloekis? What was the machloekis? Why did Rabbi Gamliel not want people in there were talking about? Who cares? Like, yes, okay. I get it. These people aren't the best people. Maybe we wouldn't put them on the highest moral character. We don't really know what's going on, on the inside. But like, why would you block them from the base medrash? Like, what was what was the reasoning in that? And, and like, okay. and in the end, what ended up happening? It says on that day they were marbis so much terror, and all these various fakes and halacha they had were all solved because all the talmidim came, and the more talmidim, the more pilpul Torah, the more chaburas. Look in BMG, there's a chabura for everything. One guy told me that every year in BMG they put up a sign. They want to make a zohar chabura. It's never got any traction. Why? Because they want to say, they want to say that we have a Chabura in every single part of the Torah. They have a Chabura on Zroyim, on, on Taharis, right? On, 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 on various forms of Mishnayas. You want to learn about right? They have, they have a Chabura. The more Talmidim, the more Torah that's discussed, the more you're going to get all the answers, right? So why are you blocking these people that, that aren't Lishma? Like, we look at Lishma. It's not a nice thing you're not Lishma. You're not really a true Ayyad Hashem. But, but, what, but it's, it's the word that we're telling us is that whether it's Lishma or Lishma, again, will color the mitzvah. And it will taint the mitzvah, like like the Gemara we spoke about last week about the kalim, right? If the kalim are made out of gold and, and silver, the wine is going to get spoiled. Lishma, and we have to think about this for ourselves that when we do the mitzvahs, if we want the mitzvahs to be eaten deraisa, we want the mitzvahs to connect us to Hashem. We have to be very careful what we are injecting into the mitzvahs and the oifin that we're doing the mitzvah, or else the mitzvah won't work. And yes, it ends up becoming a chisarin. To, to the Torah if people are low lishma. If people are doing it for the wrong reasons, the Torah itself is not true Torah anymore. It's, 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 it's a broken Torah. It's, and, 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 and in Rabbi Gamliel's view, that type of Torah wasn't even worth being disseminated. So the people who argued with him held no. You know, you're being too, you're being a perfectionist. Let people come, let people learn. Over time, they will change. And, and, and ultimately, the other side was correct and the base measures was opened and, and we don't block people and have such a level of scrutiny. But the point is still there that we have to be very careful that we look at our internal motivations. What is driving us to do mitzvahs? Because that will color the mitzvah and that will cause whether or not the mitzvah will allow us to miss back to Hashem or not. I was talking to my wife last night and, and um, I, I was telling her about a, something I remember hearing. I said, well, tomorrow's Derech Hashem. And I looked for a Makor for it, and I couldn't find it. But, but, um, but I heard this from the Rishiva in a Maral share. I looked at the Maral, it wasn't there. It must have been one of those times when he uh, you know, gives his own shot at the end of the, the Maral. So it's, it's, a, it's a scary shot, but, uh, but it, comes, it comes from the Rishiva. Um, the Gemara and Brachas talked about the time when Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai was ill. And he was, and he was, and he was, he was on his deathbed. Um, here we go. Rabbi Yechonah ben Zakkai was sick. His Talmidim came to visit him. When he saw them, he started to cry. His, his student said, No, not the yeshiva. Right? The right, candle of Israel. The, 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 right, the right-hand col- column of the world. He hold up the world. The strong hammer. You're dying. It's a happy day. What are you, what are you, what are you crying about? I mean, why is it a happy day? Right? Like Rishon Baruchai. It was a happy day. Hilula. You're, you're going up to Shemaim. You're a big tzaddik. Right? You lived your life. Bekdusha and Tahara. Why, why would you be crying at this moment? I know why we should cry. Why should he cry? Right? If they would take me before a Melech Basar Vedam, a king of flesh and blood, Shayom Khan, a Machar Bekever, today the king is here, tomorrow the king is going to be in, in the grave. Shim kaiyas alayin kasei kasayilam. He gets mad at me. The anger will not be eternal. Vim osrani eni sfer israelam. He puts me in prison. It's not going to be permanent. Vim mamtani. He kills me. He tells me israelam. There won't be a permanent death. 
this is this is uh, this is hard stuff, guys. You know, and the king, I could I could I could compliment him and I can I can calm him down. I can give him a check and I can get out of trouble. I would still cry. Now they're taking me to the king of the universe. He lasts forever. If he gets mad, his anger is forever. If he puts me in jail, it's forever. If he kills me, it's forever. And I'm not able to, 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 I'm not able to, to butter him up. And I can't give him a check to get out. Of, I can't give him money to get out of the problems. And furthermore, this, this is the kicker. There are two paths in front of me. One path to Gan Eden. The Echah Shal Gehenim. On the other side is the path to Gehenim. The Eidi Yodeh Be'ezam Elichan Oisi. I don't know which way they're going to take me. Below Efkesh, should I not cry? Amr Lo Rebbeinu Barcheinu. Rebbe, give us a bracha. You should fear Shemaim the way you fear another human being. Just like you're embarrassed to do something in front of another human being. Right, you wouldn't get undressed in front of another human being. So you should be the same way by, by Kodesh Baruch Hu. We should be afraid of Hashem the way we're afraid of another human being. We should be more afraid of Hashem than another human being. He said, you know, that's already a grace of Madrega. If you are, if you already, if Hashem is as real to you as another human being, then, then uh, that, that, that's enough. The Gemara is a plea atzuma. Rabbi Yechir ben Zakkai was Rabban Shal Yisrael, right? 40 years in business, 40 years in Kailo, 40 years as the Galo Ador, right? He reestablished Kailo Yisrael after, after the Chorban, Tamil Chacha Muflog, right? Tamil Tzadik Muflog, right? Right? Was Rabbi Yechir No, 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 no. He was before Rabbi. He was before Rabbi. It wasn't the same line. He, yeah, you're good, you're good. But he wasn't. Yeah, but, but, but he was, he was, you know. I mean, again, we know the Talmudic Rabbi Yochum and Zakai, right? That were, were also huge. Elzer Ben Horkin, Elzer Ben Arach. Like, he was the, he was, he was, you know. If, if we look at the, you know, the previous door in, in Lumdis, and we look at Rav Chaim Brisker, and we say, look at Rav Chaim Brisker, he had uh, Rav Bar come from him, and he had Rav Shimon Shkop come from him, and, and he had uh, um, Rav come from him, you know, right? And this is the person that propagated the Torah and the, the Shiva Shalom. And, and, and in the world, the Hasidists, they had people, the the, the Rebbe Remailach had all the Talmidim, the Chayza, and the and the and the um, and, and the, 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 the whatever he had he had five Talmidim right. But we look at these people that basically were the, the leaders of, of generations whose Talmidim went on right. These people are, clearly are big people. He's afraid. He doesn't know. Are they going to take him to Gan Eden? Are they going to take him to Gehenna? Pliatzuma. No, the Elam appreciates the you know. So yes, we can save Shaltam over here. I know there are some people who say that he was concerned about what happened with the Chorban. How Chazal and Gemara Gittin say he made the wrong decision at the Chorban by, by um, with, his, with the back and forth he had with the emperor. Okay, you know, we could argue that he's a tzaddik and he's not willing to recognize that he's perfect and that's why he's scared. You know, like the story we told about the Chavetz Chaim. You know, fine. Rivarin said something incredible. He said <clears throat> that we all have Nagias and even a, a Natiyadaka, a small movement that we can have in life as far as where our orientation is and our Avedis Hashem, we have no idea where that could land us down the line. Rav Dessler speaks of the idea, and, and it's a little bit of a hard message Rav Dessler says, and, and I wonder if it's as extreme as he, he makes it out to be, but Rav Dessler talks about the idea that a person is either a giver or a taker in this world. And he says there are acts of giving which 
um, are really taking, and there are acts of taking which are really giving. Right? Famous Yisrael, country Chazad. So he says over there that imagine that a person um, you know, takes money to be supported so he can continue to do it as a Kurdish if he's really intending to do the right thing in life and he wants to help people and do good and teach Torah and whatever it is. Rebbe takes a salary from the school, right? Um, then that taking is really an act of giving because it's enabling him to do more tov. You know, your, your, your mother loves you and she wants to give you a gift. So you say, Ma, no, I, I, I don't want gifts. Uh, I'm a big tzaddik, I don't take gifts, right? So that's not an act of, take, of giving. You're not, you're, right? it's, it's an act of taking. You're, you're hurting your mother's feelings, right? By you taking, you could be a, you could be a giver. And it gets even more dachistic than that. Let's say a person who's a marbid stereo, and, he, and, he's, and he's doing it really because he wants to see an inflated ego of himself. So even though he's giving, and even when he inspires people, what's motivating him? That he wants to get feedback. He wants, it, he wants it to be that he's aggrandized by what he's doing. All of his giving ends up becoming a form of taking. That's a scary, scary thing. You can have a person that does taif. He learns Torah. He does mitzvahs. He, he inspires people. He motivates people. But if what's going down deep down is that he wants control over others, all the good things that he's doing, or if that's what we're saying, really are acts of taking and not acts of giving. Now, it's a very extreme philosophy. I, I've always grappled with it. As life goes on, I'm seeing he's more and more right, but but happens to be, it's a very, it's a hard one, because we can say people are multifaceted. Sometimes we give, sometimes we take. We have different motivations depending on, on what it is that we're, we're doing. Okay, I, I, I don't mean to take it as extreme, but just for the point of the matter, Rabbi Yochumazake was standing there saying, my whole life of Terenavayda, right? I don't know if I was doing the right thing. I don't know if I was Lashma. I didn't know. I don't know. And now I know. They're going to take me. And, and there's a fork in the road. And they're going to find out which direction they're going to... Crazy stuff. Mom is scary, right? But, but, that, but, that, but that's, I think, why the Ramchal over here tells that man is placed between good mitzvahs and, and, and bad mitzvahs because at the end of the day, those really affect the mitzvahs and whether or not the mitzvahs will create the dveikis that he's describing, that Hashem put the, the means in the world for man to misdabek to Akash Baruch it's going to depend on the way and the oifen that he does the, the mitzvahs. I know I'm repeating last week's share, but but just some more ideas that we that we that, that, that came. Okay, let, let's go. Yeah. A lot of times, myself, we think that that means like you have to eventually, you have to desire that eventually you're gonna get from the person. Right. Before the kind of lodge, I don't know where, but he said that he said that he says that that means even in the mitzvahs we do now, right. there has to be some. Yeah. Mask him. Mask him. It's a big machlokus. That's what you're saying. That yeah. To, even the mitzvahs we do now, we have to try as much as we can. Right. Think about Hashem and, and, and have right. as right. much as we can, even though, okay, maybe it's 80%, whatever, a, certain, a large percentage of slow Lishma, but we have to have that right. kernel. And, and, and other Abba, the low Lishma, at some point, if they got you to the Lishma, will be schlepped into be Lishma. Right, mm-hmm. those acts that we that we that we did, which were imperfect, the imperfections, Shabbat, were, were were part of the the right. road that Shubhava took us. Kind of. Right, Shubhava, exactly. Right, the Nasa Zasik is one hundred percent. Yeah, and there's a big machlokes by children happens to be, and uh, I was I was thinking about this also that you know the idea of intrinsic and extrinsic motivations, right? Like a lot of schools are very big, and you know you you answer the questions, and you get pizza, and you get this, and you know you and and Lamaisa, it's true, it's lo lishma, you bal lishma, right? And 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 kindleach to tell them, okay, chavra, get in the room and learn because Tara's Okay, that's not going to get so far. They're children, they're not, they're not, right, right? But how far do we take it, right? And when do we start weaning them off? And, and, and I'm not telling you that's a positive thing. I'm not, I'm not saying, well, we should, intrins, in, intrinsic rewards means that when a child does something, he feels good about it on the inside. You know, and that's and that's also a low lishma to some degree, but but it's 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 close like like, like you should say it's it's closer to lishma. 
right? He's, he's not doing it because there's a piece of candy that's always there. He's doing it because there's a sense of it being tov. Whether it be that he's doing it for a kosh or he's doing it for his own sense of self or accomplishment. Or, but, but it's closer. But we have to start weaning in that, in that direction. Even gives you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The more you, the more you taste it, right? You taste it and you feel it and, and you see this is tov. Right, hundred percent. Right, right, hundred percent. Yeah, the act of it will, will and that was the argument from Gamliel. Let them in the base medrash. Like they'll, they'll get there. Like you know, give them, give them, give them time. Yeah, but 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 it becomes like a very, like what Yeshua is saying that even in the time of low the shema, there has to be some semblance of the, of the shema. And and in chinuch, it's a very delicate balance. I don't know if there's a good answer for it, but just to be cognizant of both sides, you know, that the children need to feel that they have as much of the low shema and the extrinsic. Drive at the same time, there has to be a chinuch that's slowly shifting them toward doing it for the right reason. And, and uh, I don't claim to, to know that balance, but, um, but we should be aware of it, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, okay, so let, let, let's start, um, Parakshlishi here. That way, at least we could say we did, and, and, uh, and, uh, and that way, uh, you know, we could move in life. Okay, Kabar Zacharnu. So, this is where the fun starts. starts. This is where the fun starts, Kabra. Being that man was the creation created to connect Hashem, and man is put between elements of completeness, i.e., godly activities, and lackingness, areas of Hester upon him, which are the antithesis of Hashem. He has Bakira, he has the ability to, to acquire for himself Shlemis. Ulam sh- well, not, not Bechira. He has the ability to acquire Shlemus. Ulam He's got to be able to do that out of his own free will and his own desire. If man naturally was, was I guess, forced, is not the right English word, but, but if he was destined, I guess, to, to, to always, in the end of the day, end up getting Shlemus, he wouldn't be called Baal Shlemus. Let's give him a shol. Um, you know, you, you program a machine, and the machine is meant to interface with people and ask questions and be kind and whatever it is. And, and, it, and, and, and you ask it questions and it responds to you and, and it gives you the best eight, so right? Do we say the machine chose to be good in his interaction with you? No, 100%. He was pre, pre-programmed. 100% pre-programmed, right? This is like the Mechlikis by the Shabbos oven. Let's get a lock dick. We're behind him and designed the Shabbos oven. And the way the Shabbos oven Yom Tiv works is that you push the button and there's a random um, number generator algorithm that means that after every so often you push the button, it's going to start clicking on the, the heat. Every time you push the button, Labdafka is going to click the heat, right? But after enough pushing, the, the algorithm says that after, you know, a random number of pushing, it will. And at and, and, and the end of the day, the result will always be the same, that the temperature will eventually Rise. Let me, let me get a little bit, yeah? So every time I push the button, I push the button on the shop. On the, the, the yomtiv, these ovens were made for yomtiv. They weren't made for Shabbos, because Shabbos, you can't do this. But for yomtiv, um, he, he, you know, you're allowed to make a fire. But he had to get around the problem of electricity and the noila and all these things. And, and the way he did it was what he called a grama, that by you pushing the button, lavdafka is not going to raise the temperature. But if you push, 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 right? After enough pushings, even though every time there's a chance it won't, Turn on the algorithm. Sacha Kol causes it that if you push enough times, it will mathematically eventually turn on the oven and get higher and higher, right? And he held that was a grama, and everyone said to him, "It's not a grama because we know the general system overall will increase the heat. Who cares if every misa mathematically we don't know if it's going to turn on the heat in the in the grand scheme of you pushing it, right? And that was the big machloikis, right? If a koshbol, it was a complex muscle, I get it, but if a koshbol created us, created us. We're like, yeah, let, let's, let, let, let them be the Balatov and choose, but like, 
you know what? It's going to bound to be that after them trying enough times, the system is built where they will succeed. Right? Then that's not us doing it. We're not the ones that are doing it at that point. Kushbrochu is doing it. Just like the machine. The machine, when it's being helpful and kind and friendly to you, it, it's, not, it's not the machine that's doing it. It's the programmer that's doing it. So if it would be that we were bound to do the right thing, then it wouldn't be our shlemis. It wouldn't be our tov. Kushbrochu would have pre-programmed us to, to, to have done such a thing like that. There's no behavior. Well, well even, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Even if we can engineer a system where there would be, quote-unquote, he's choosing it, if the system was guided in a way where eventually they would always get to the right place, mm-hmm. right, without the potential of failing, then ultimately there's no, there's no Bechira, right? And therefore, you're, he, you're, he didn't really choose. You're warning this kind of concept that people have that, like, everything's leading to your tikkun, and, and right. therefore everyone will eventually be completely Right, fixed. right, exactly. There has to be Bechira. There has to be the potential of failing. Otherwise, otherwise it, it, it doesn't, uh-huh. system doesn't work, right? That, that's, where, that's, that's where I was going with it. Now, as we're going to see later in the Sefer, Kodesh Brochu will do everything in his power, like a master chess player, to finagle you and get you into the situations where, you know, okay, buddy, another chance, here we go, you know, right? Do it right this time, you know? But in the end of the day, like when you hold the kid's arms and you, and you swing the bat for him, right? In the end of the day, you have to swing the bat. If a Kodesh is the one that's ultimately swinging the bat, then it's, it's not yours. You, you didn't earn it. You, you, didn't, you didn't do it. You can help him. He can give you tips on the stance. He can give you some practice swings. He can do everything in his power to make it that you'll be able to do it. But at the end of the day, there has to be some element that it was you who, who did it. So we, we can't be pre-programmed. We can't be pre-programmed to do the right thing. Otherwise, we're not right. Then we wouldn't be the Baal, says Ramchal. Because someone else is, is forcing us ultimately to be kainet. Um, what are these systems, by the way? Gilgulim, Gehenim, um, Yisurim, um, who our neighbors are, Shkacha um, what, what, who, who we encounter in life, all the events in our lives are all from Kosh Baruch Hashem is trying to guide us to make the right decisions, but ultimately it, it, we have to do it. And the person who is Kainet, he is the owner of his own completeness. Good. Therefore, if it had been that we were Mukrach, uh, the one who who causes you to do the right thing, he ends up being the Baal Shlemus, right? We don't need a Kosh Baruch Hu to further be the Balatov. He already is the Balatov. The goal is that we make decisions, we earn it, and we become the Balatov, right? Kosh Baruch Hu would make us destined to do the right thing, then it wouldn't be us, it would be him, and that's not the point. Therefore, Kosh Baruch Hu had to make it where there was free will. This is an important point, where your leanings should be equivalent to both sides, meaning that there is chisaron on one end, shlemus on one end, and man is no more likely to go in one direction than he is to go into a, another direction. Now, this is not true anymore. We are more likely to move to Ra now, after the chit. We're going to get there. But at least in the design of the Bria, man was standing in the balance, right? If you, don't send a kid to yeshiva. Right? Don't, don't, don't teach a kid about Torah. He does not have an equal chance between, you know, mitzvahs and, right? It, it, it requires a lot of work to schlep away now. From, from, from Gashmias. But, but the way that Bria was designed in order to achieve the goal of creation, man just needed to be placed in the balance and he himself had to decide which way he was going to tilt himself. He was not, it was not mukhra, he wasn't forced to, to do e- either, either direction. He has a to choose with his understanding and his desire. We'll get back here. Which, whichever one that he wants. And he has the ability 
to 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 choose whichever he wants. Okay, never the beitzer toy beitzahara. We'll talk about this more next week. Beitzer toy beitzer tov. Therefore, create the beitzer tov beitzahara. Vabechira biyada. So the beitzer tov beitzahara are the two sides that we have to tilt ourselves toward. And the bechira man stands in the balance between the beitzer tov and the beitzahara. La teis asnot satshirot to the direction he wants to go. So we'll talk more next week about beitzahara and beitzer tov. This week I want to point out he says three elements in the bechira. He says you can choose bedas with your understanding. Bechefetz, with your desire, the ayachoylis, and you have the ability. Now, yachoylis, we get. We're built with a body, we were put in a physical world, there are mitzvahs in the world, and we physically can put on tefillin, and we can do chesed, and we can learn Torah, and that's the yachoylis that we have to do mitzvahs. Shailas, what is with das, and what is chefetz? Das is our understanding, and chefetz is our desire. Right? So what was he talking about over here? So I saw on the bottom of here, they, they bring from Chaim Philander and his Gileonis, and, and, he, and he, I'm going to read you what he says, and then he makes a, a citation to something, he doesn't say where it's from, not where it's from, Gileonis, what he's saying over here. He says, Shekola Adam Chefetz, everybody has desire, what is that? Rotsen. Shem created us with will. We can decide to do what we're interested in. You talk about them, you could know something in your head, but your, your desire is the opposite to that. Your will is not subjugated by your understandings, right? We can know things in our head. We know. Lashon Hara, bad. Kaas, bad. Guy stepped on my foot, I scream at him. Ah, my das says that screaming at someone's a bad thing. Well, it's okay. I have das. That's not okay. I have das and I have rotsin. And my rotsin and my das are not, are not my, my das does not control my, my rotsin. So das is the ability to understand. Like Chazal tells us that das is, is always how we make distinctions in things, right? Like we like where do we say the bracha of havdala to distinguish between Shabbos and Chol is an atachayin ladam das because das is the capability that Kosh Baruch gave man to identify this is good and this is bad. So step one, your brain has the ability, your your seichel has the ability to know what is tov and what's ra and and to understand that. That is a book now. That you have, that is, the, or it can gain through life experience. But 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 it, but it's a knowledge that you have. Our desires and our will doesn't always go with what we understand. We but we have to have a faculty of knowing where is tov and where is ra. And in order for the bechira to be complete, it has to be us that wants the tov. So Hashem gave us a faculty to understand and to be mavdil in the world. What are good things? What's a good path in life? What's a bad path in life? But in the end of the day, for the bechira to be there, there has to be that it's what I want, and therefore I am not forced by what's in my mind. And a lot of times that's very frustrating to us because we learn something and we want to do what we learned because we know it's the right thing. But for some reason, we can't get ourselves there. We learned the chashivas of tefillah and yet we can't get out of bed in the morning, right? What is with that, right? And the answer is because if you would be forced to do whatever you understood, you wouldn't be the beicher. It wouldn't be free will. So there's two distinctive faculties. There's the das, and there's the chayfetz. There's what you understand is the elements of shlemis in the world. And then there's you having to make the decision, what is it that I want in life? And so the, the Balai Muster speak about the idea that some of the biggest avayt that we have in the world is realigning where our rutzen is. Where, what, do we, what do we want in life? What are we, what are we interested in? What, what, what is it that we, that we, that we want to do? And, and that sometimes is, is a huge avayt on a person to clarify that I may know things in my head, but I have to work on understanding why it is I want to do the things that I know. This absolutely ties into this week's Parsha by yeah. So when, yeah. when they go by Pisgah Yavodah there's a Yerats to do the right, to, to do towards evil and to right. So Yaakov also. But right. there's more of an inclination. In Rashi it says, um, if our case, but it, it doesn't say Yerat. So there was an inclination for Esau to do a little bit of evil, but he still could be directed into the right, right, into the right direction. So this right. goes right. 
the work on your rotten, right? Where where you want to go? It's interesting. The word rats and the word rotten are the same words, right? Why running and, and, and desire are the same words? Because a person runs to the area where his heart is pointed. So you have to make up the direction where you would like to go, and you will go in the direction ultimately. But the decision lies in what is internal. Yes, Asaph had an internal struggle that he had to figure out where he wanted to align himself, mm-hmm. and Yitzhak thought that he could align himself in the proper direction, and Rivka knew. He wasn't, he wasn't headed there. That's not where he was running, right? But that is the struggle. We have to align ourselves on the inside. Do we want to lie in accordance with our das and our seichel, or do we want to follow after, after our guf? And that, that's the kreichel b'chira. So he says over here, um, he says, You can know what's good. But you still, I don't know what He says, dugma ishan. The example that he says is smoking. Now, what's he talking about? The, the example of this is smoking, puts in parentheses. His rabbi was Rav Dessler. And Rav Dessler in, in, in Kuntra Bechira, he brings down um, the famous mashal about the smoker. Um, I'll, I'll try to abbreviate it as fast as possible. The, 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 he says the following. He's a mashal about, about smoking. He says, you have a guy, and his heart hurts him. His lungs hurt. He's coughing up a lung. Doctor says that it's not going well, and he's up at night coughing <coughs> all night, and he says to himself, I'm done. I'm not smoking anymore, Right? When he gets up in the morning, right, a little bit of time goes by, and, and the urge comes that he wants to smoke, uh, and, and he's used to smoking, and then all of a sudden the desire comes to smoke, and his brain says, Yankala, you know what happens when you smoke. You know what's going to happen to you when you smoke, right? Um, so what, is this, what does he do? Oh, cognitive dissonance, exactly. He says the following, he makes a, rash, a, 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 a rationalization, exactly. And he says, I'm going to smoke a little, I'll smoke one cigarette. What's one cigarette going to do anyway? That doesn't make a difference anyway. And then what happens? By the next night, he's in the bed coughing. And we all know this. I know not with smoking. We know this with other things in life. Right, like Rina Yenna says, like a dog going to, to slurp up his own, his own throw up, right? That, 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 that's just the way that we go, right? So that's where... Talks about the air. He says, he says, I don't, I don't understand. He says, like, what is the more powerful desire that's in him? There, right? He, he knows. He knows very much so that that smoking is going to hurt him, and, and he doesn't want to feel this way, right? He, he, he's, he's probably, you know, this is not. This, he doesn't want this. Like, who would, who would want this? And yet, yet we find that the minimal desire that he has to smoke somehow over overrides the the the, the, the bigger desire. So he says that, that he says the following, that that is the power of our koyach of dimyon. That is our ability to, 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 to imagine things and the bias and the gias that we have, that we have a rotsin and that rotsin can cause us, like Yeshua said, to cause cognitive dissonance, to cause us to, to, to blurt out the reality, what's happening, to rationalize, and that is, enables the lower rotsin that we have to take precedence over what would theoretically be the higher rotsin that we have and beat out the higher rotsin. I mean, it's a funny thing. I'll say a guy is a bachar in yeshiva and, 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 and he really wants to do the right thing. He's a good boy and he wants to learn Torah and he's there. A calling the light, he's, he's uh, you know, I'm not trying to knock on call guys. They're, 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 they're beyond this. But, but I'm just the marshal, you know. Um, uh, you know, an inspired, inspired balabas, whatever it is, you know. And, and, he, and, he, and, and he wants to make it to shacharis. And, and Torah and Avayda is very important to him and he wants to be kaveh eat them. But when he sits down, He's with the coffee and starts schmoozing with a friend. Like, why? Why? It doesn't make any sense. If you would ask him, like, what do you live for in life? He would say, turn Aveda, right? I'm not talking about people who are dead on the inside or doing it culturally. I'm talking about people that really want they really want it. How is it possible that the urge to schmooze, which if you would rate on, a, on an objective scale, right? He would put well below the learning. How can that win? 
And the answer is rationalizations. If there's a rotsen that's there, a desire, that rotsen can cause a person to obfuscate what his true rotsenas are and to cause the minimal desire of schmoozing to beat out the bigger one because what's in our brain and what is our, 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 our ethos, because the wrong word, our perspective on life is, is, is disattached from where our, our rotsen is. So if that's what says the angle on that is to know that at that moment you are in control. And with your rotsen you can do whatever you want. And you have to tell yourself, don't listen to the biases. What do I want the sheker, the falsehood of the biases that's telling me to do something which is illogical, don't listen to it and realize that it's only a dimian. Realize that, it, that it's, it's, it's a horror, that it's, it's, only, it's only a faculty of your, of your imagination and, and to be aware of the process that's occurring in you every time that you mess up. Because if you're aware and you would say, stop, I have the power to decide whichever one that I want to do. I know which one is more chashev. And I know the reason why right now I'm leaning to do the thing against what I really want to do is because I have this dimian, I have this imagination, I have, I have this bias that's covering up what I really want to understand that that is a sheker that's being painted in my mind, right? And I don't have to listen to it, right? Then a person's a babachir and he chooses to. But if this was a powerful line, he says, he says, for the people that have ever done this process, you know exactly what I'm talking about, he says. For the people that have never felt this back and forth and never like taken the dimian and said, I know you're a dimian and I know you're covering up what I really want and therefore I know I'm free to not listen to you. If a person's never felt that on the inside, says you've never made a Bechir in your entire life. Like a very extreme message. <laughs> but that's from that song, right? Very extreme messaging. But, but, it, but it, it's true. It, it's true. Like, you know, you, know, the, 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 you, you decide after night Seder, uh, you know, I'm gonna, I need to stretch. Like, no, 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 I'm gonna go to 7-Eleven and, and get a soda, right? And then that voice comes to your mind and says, but you know, like, you're not gonna go to bed on time. You're not gonna wake up for Right? Yeah? Have you ever had that moment when you said, like, I really want, but at the same time, I know better, and, and I'm realizing that I'm not gonna, I'm, not, I'm just, I'm not gonna listen to that voice, because I know that voice is a sheker, and it's not really who I am or what I really want, right? That is bechira. That's That is the chafetz that the Ramchal is, is, is describing, right? When a person decides that he's not gonna allow the miyat svara, the, the dimian, to overcloud what it is that he really knows in his and his das. And in one way or another, I'm sure everybody at this table has experienced that process, and we have to get good at identifying that behavior and that process when it happens, and tell ourselves, I know exactly what's going on. I'm taking shaykhad. I am taking bribery. I am taking rationalization, and, 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 and I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not doing it today, Mr. Yitzhara. Not today. You'll talk to me tomorrow, right? But, that, but that, that's what makes us free. So sometimes, I think the horror I have with this, sometimes we get frustrated. Why can't I do what I know? And the answer is because that's where your greatness lies. Your greatness lies. If you always did what you knew, then you wouldn't be the one doing it. So this struggle is annoying and it's terrible and, and it's, it's gut-wrenching. But that's, that's where you're gonna, that's where you're gonna steig and we just have to be aware of the process and, 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 and to realize what's going on. So that's how we're gonna be kind of our... Our, our, our shlemus. Is that ultimately what led Adam to, to do the hate? Yeah, yeah. Adam had a rationalization process, 100%. Rav Dessler speaks about it. Yeah, Rav Dessler, that's a Rav Dessler day today. Rav Dessler speaks about that also. He, he, he brings from the Arizal that um, Adam, um, there are many Mahalchem, but, but we'll talk about this more when we, when we get to Adam. But no, no, we'll talk about that briefly, just very quick. Adam wanted, he, the Rebuchal sets it up also that Adam had to do one mitzvah and lean toward Tov, and then he would be kind of Olam Haba, and that would have been it. And Adam thought to himself, that's too easy. I want to give more for Hashem. If I would put myself in the darkness of Gashmias, this world, and I have to fight to pull myself back to Ruchnias, what a greater gift I would be giving to Kodesh Baruch Hu. So he made a rationalization at that moment. Right? And that rationalization, 
he didn't realize where he would be afterwards. It happens to be our struggle with Bechira is a little bit different than Adam's. Because our struggle with Bechira is that the Ra is part of ourselves, which we'll talk about this in depth later, and that's what causes us to rationalize. Um, Adam was coming from a much more objective perspective, and he made a cheshben. Um, and, and, and that's why they tell you one shouldn't make cheshbenis. So the terror says, do something, you do it, and you don't make your own cheshbenis. But we live in a different state than Adam that we have this kaya rationalization because the Ra is intrinsically part of our... Our essence, Adam Ra, was outside of it. But we're going to talk more about that in, in depth as we go on. Okay, Shkayach Avram.